When the Taliban banned music in Afghanistan, millions were plunged into silence. Radios were smashed, cassettes burned. You could be beaten or jailed or killed for breaking the rules. And yet, Afghans did it anyway. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The danger they endured. They said, my head should be cut off. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then... Fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, nerds. So I'm back in your feeds a little bit early, just with a quick message and a quick clip. So as you may have heard if you follow me on social media, because it's all I've been talking about, I have recently guest hosted on an episode of Fuckboys of Lit, which is a super fun podcast that just talks about all the fuckboys of classic literature. And so we talked about Jane Eyre, which was, oh my god, so much fun. Edward Rochester is the worst. Jane Eyre is also the worst, which just made it 
an all-around exciting time and honestly one of the most fun things I've done in a long time. So I'm here with a really quick clip from the show to just give you a little taste today. If you like what you hear in this little episode, please go subscribe to Fuckboys of Literature on any podcast app. You can listen to it everywhere. She's got a lot of back episodes. This is Emily Edwards, the host. Super fun. You can listen to my episode that I just recently recorded with her that just released the other day, or you can listen to any of those back episodes. There is some really fun stuff in there. So so head over and subscribe. All right, here's the little clip of our episode. It was appealing to her family because of his race. Yes. Oh, yeah. He like, says, oh, uh, her family wished to secure me because I was of a good race. And so did she. They showed me to uh, they showed her to me in parties, splendidly dressed. I seldom saw her alone and had very little private conversation with her. Basically, they were like, oh, he's white. So mm-hmm. this is going to be a good match for her. And he goes on to discuss her of having like wild hair and things like that. And when you consider the fact that she probably wasn't entirely white, she was probably mixed race, that might have something to do with it. Yeah, they talk about her mother was Creole, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So, and then talking about how her mother was the crazy. So it's all very, yeah. The crazy comes from the not white mother. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's really, truly terrible. And then, um, and then he goes on to say, I knew that while she lived, I could never be the husband of another of a and better wife. And though five years, my senior, her family and her father had lied to me even about in particulars of her age. She was likely to live as long as I, being robust in frame, and she was infirm in mind. Thus, at the age of 26, I was hopeless. So she's older than him, too. She's 31 when they first get married. And he's just like, shit, she's not so old that she's going to die and I can marry a younger model. Yeah, she's just old enough that it's gross. Yeah. But not old enough. Exactly. And there might be difficult D's conceiving and creating an heir. That's yeah. literally what his his mind is, you know, hinging on. Well, and the idea that she'll live longer because she's not mm-hmm. well or whatever he wants. Yeah, to, well, to however she. he wants to describe it. Yeah, yeah, it's and so and literally in the next paragraph, and this is a lot more text than I normally read, but because we're talking about things like happening in the text, he goes, one night I'd been awakened by her yells since the medical men had pronounced her mad. She had, of course, been shut up. And it's like, okay, wait a second. She's yelling because she's, uh, you know, put up in a room or, you know, in the attic, not because she's crazy, but because you yeah. got her home, had her legally declared insane and put her in your attic. Exactly. And that would make a person crazy. Oh, so then absolutely. Yeah. So when you go to her first introduction of just sort of the crazy ghost like figure haunting Thornfield mm-hmm. Hall, you think, oh, well, you know, she's crazy. Obviously, she's setting things on fire and trying yeah. to kill people. You're like, she's well, no, lurching she's over her husband, contemplating yeah. killing him. It's like, well, OK, so how many years has she been shut up? What is it? Is it like 10? Yeah, it's something like 10 years. Yeah, so she's been locked away without being able to speak to anyone or do anything mm-hmm. or be anything. So 
if that's not going to unfortunately like you know do something to a person's mind like i don't know what would exactly yeah okay at that point i'd want to kill him too yeah like she's not being fed real food her only companion is a woman who basically drinks herself to a stupor every single night if she gets a companion at all and the only her only response is literally like violence and trying to get out of the situation which to me seems pretty damn sane yeah, it's pretty reasonable. It's yep. a pretty reasonable response to the situation she's in. I would think so. Yeah. And she's not even doing it in, I mean, I'm going to defend her violence. But I mean, setting the curtains on fire is a pretty smart way of yeah. going about it. Mm-hmm. Because you don't, I mean, not to go too dark or deep, but like, I mean, if you're doing it that way, if it were to succeed. Yes. Anyone is unlikely to find out who it was because yeah. you're a secret wife locked in an attic. And stuff catches and on fire all the time in Victoria. Exactly. There's candles everywhere. Yeah. Curtains everywhere. He's a smoker. Yep. And, you know, maybe the bedroom burns down. Maybe he dies. Maybe you can escape and then actually go live your yeah, life. To me, it sounds like a perfectly reasonable plan brought up by someone who was planning for a little while on what the right Absolutely. way to go around this is, especially because yeah. no one has any idea that you exist. You're not getting yeah, exactly. hunted. So, no, no one. And no one's going to say, oh, yeah, it was clearly like the crazy woman he has locked in his attic that killed him. No, no. Just no. Only he and his housekeeper by. know that she even exists. Exactly. And the housekeeper is so loyal. She's not going to do anything. When the Taliban banned music in Afghanistan, millions were plunged into silence. Radios were smashed, cassettes burned. You could be beaten or jailed or killed for breaking the rules. And yet, Afghans did it anyway. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol the danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. 
In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.